All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 91 of Posio's Picks. In today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down my favorite plays from this week two college football slate. Week one was solid. We ended big time with Florida State. So without further ado, let's just get right into week two. First game I'm going to be going over is Notre Dame going to NC State to take on the Wolfpack. NC State are seven and a half point underdogs at home in this one. This is the prove a game for the Fighting Irish. This one shows if Sam Hardman and Notre Dame are for real or not. In his first two games, Sam Hardman has been incredible, posting 445 yards passing and six touchdowns with no turnovers. If Notre Dame can continue to establish the run up front and open up play action for Hartman, they will be in really good shape, not just in this game, but as the season goes on. Over the summer, NC State lost five of their top six tacklers on defense, and on offense, their top four pass catchers are gone. With that being said, this is not a bad team at all. Dave Doran is a good coach who has a lot of experience against Sam Hartman, but replacing that amount of talent is tough. What I think is going to be the real difference in this game is the Notre Dame defense. If the Irish can pressure transfer quarterback Brennan Armstrong and contain the pass, it could be a long day for the Wolfpack because they really struggle running the ball. Like I said, this is a big one, especially for the Irish, as they are getting ready to host Ohio State in a couple of weeks. This is their only true test before that game, and I think they come into this one locked in and ready to prove they are ready to compete. Give me Notre Dame. I'll buy the half point. Fighting Irish, minus seven. Next game I'm going to go over, Utah is going to Baylor to take on the Bears. Baylor are eight-point underdogs at home in this one. Utah is coming off of that fantastic home win against the Florida Gators last week where they looked fantastic all around, but especially on defense. On the other side, Baylor is coming off of a horrible 11-point loss at home to Texas State. They were 26.5-point favorites in that game. With that being said, this line opening at 6 seems like a classic, classic trap line. But the movement we've seen after the money keeps coming in on Utah makes me a little more comfortable about this one. Even if Cam Rising isn't able to go for the Utes, Bryson Barnes and Nate Johnson showed that they can take care of business when called upon to get things done. Also, they're playing against a much weaker Baylor defense this week who just gave up 42 points to Texas State. Utah should be more than fine on offense, and the defense once again showed that they are going to be one of the best in the Pac-12. This is our first don't think, just throw game of the year, and even though it still makes me nervous, Utah minus seven is going to be the play here. The next game on the slate is going to be Nebraska going to Colorado to take on the Buffaloes. Colorado are three-point favorites at home in this one. Here we go. I mean, you guys crucified me in the comments last week after Coach Prime showed up and showed out against TCU, and I'll be the first one to admit it. I deserved it. I did not think Dion would have everything together this quick. But Colorado looked really, really good. On the other hand, Matt Rule and Nebraska found another way to blow another late lead at Minnesota in a game that they absolutely should have won. The offense was really sloppy down the stretch, and turnovers killed them. 
Now, I think this Nebraska defense is much better than what Colorado faced last week in TCU, but what Shadur Sanders and Travis Hunter showed me last week makes this one easy for me. They're going to have chances to move the ball down the field, and if the defense can come up with some stops and, more importantly, a takeaway or two, the Buffs can easily move to 2-0. and I want to root for this team. I want to root for Prime. Give me Colorado Moneyline at home with a loud home crowd behind them. The next game on the slate, UNLV is going to Ann Arbor to take on the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan are 37.5-point favorites in this game. This should be another cakewalk for the Wolverines. Last week, they really slowed it down in the second half, just like I told you guys. And in this game, I kind of expect more of the same from Michigan. I think the O-line and the run game leans on UNLV early. This UNLV team gave up 179 rushing yards to Bryant in week one. And I think Michigan's going to want to pound the rock a little bit more after only rushing for 122 yards last week. JJ and Roman looked really, really good, but I think they kind of try to get back to their bread and butter in this one against a much weaker rushing defense. Michigan comes out firing early again, then slows it down in the second half. Give me Michigan first half minus 23 and a half in this one. The next game on the slate is going to be Iowa going to Iowa State. Iowa State are three and a half point underdogs at home, and the total for this game is a low 36 and a half points this one is probably going to be gross so i'll keep this one short two good defenses going up against each other here but the big difference is at the quarterback position for me Cade mcnamara even though he isn't 100 percent and didn't look great last week comes into this game with a lot more experience than iowa state freshman quarterback rocco becht in a game where points are going to come at a premium and one drive could decide the entire game, I'm always going to roll with the more experienced quarterback. Also, we've seen this game, especially in recent years, come down to special teams a lot. And even though the offense has been shaky for Iowa, one thing that's been really good for them recently is their special teams. They have the advantage there. They have the advantage at quarterback. Give me the Hawkeyes minus three on the road in the Cyhawk game. Next game I'm going to go over is SMU going to Oklahoma. Oklahoma are 14 and a half point favorites at home and the total is set at 68 and a half. I am really really excited for this game and I think it could be our first old-fashioned shootout of the year in college football. Oklahoma even though it was against Arkansas State moved the offense 642 yards and put up 73 points last week. I don't think they do that again in this one, but I think we've seen what this offense is capable of. And on the other sideline, SMU is capable of a lot on offense as well. Even after losing quarterback Tanner Mordecai to Wisconsin, the Mustangs bring back a good, experienced offense that should be able to have success against the Oklahoma defense. I think Oklahoma picks up right where they left off on offense to start this game. And after feeling them out a bit, SMU starts to return the favor. Give me the over 68.5 in this one. The next one I'm going to go over, and this is the primetime event of tomorrow, Saturday, college football. Texas is going to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. Alabama are seven-point favorites at home, and this total is set at 53.5. 
This one should be awesome. I am so, so excited for this game. We're not going to talk about last year because that game's in the past, and everyone knows if Ewers stays healthy, they probably win that game at home. This game, I think, looks much different for both of these teams compared to a year ago, and I think it plays out in a much different way. I think the ability of Jalen Milrow is going to be something to keep your eyes on as this game goes on because I think his legs are going to be the difference maker in this one. Texas will look to force Milrow into some uncomfortable throwing situations to see what he can really do as a passer. And if he's able to beat them throwing the ball, Alabama becomes very, very dangerous on offense. On the other side, we know how explosive this Longhorns offense can be when they get rolling as well. A.D. Mitchell looks like a great pickup for them to pair with Xavier Worthy. And if Ewers can stay protected in the pocket, I think they're going to be able to put up points on this Bama defense. With all that being said, I think the offenses are by far the better sides of the ball for both of these teams. And with that, my play is going to be the over 53 and a half. I think this one stays relatively close throughout. But I think it could go either way in terms of covering the number. So staying with the total and trusting the offenses feels like the better play to me. The last game I'm going to go over is Oregon going to Texas Tech to take on the Red Raiders. Texas Tech are six and a half point underdogs at home in this one. And the total is set at 69. Another high total in this one and rightfully so. I mean, Oregon put up 81 points last week against Portland State. This offense is going to be awesome to watch in the Pac-12. And if everyone can stay healthy, I think they can absolutely contend for the conference. One thing that is still a big concern for the Ducks, though, is the defense. And we have not seen it tested yet. Texas Tech isn't a stellar offense, but they are more than capable of moving the ball. And if we're going off of what this spread is telling us, this could be a very interesting game. I mean, Texas Tech lost a bad one last week at Wyoming as two touchdown favorites, and they're still only six-point underdogs against Oregon, a team that just put up 81 points. It seems a little fishy. For Tech to keep this thing close, they're going to have to score points, and I think Oregon is going to be able to score points regardless of who they're playing this year. So our play here is going to be the over 69 points. That is going to do it for this episode of Posios Picks. But before we get out of here, I just want to say a couple things. Number one, make sure to follow us over on Picket. These are not the only plays we are going to take tomorrow. I mean, last week we hit a touchdown score parlay that I put up late. All of those things are posted on Picket automatically. They're synced right when we take them. So be sure to follow us there to see all of our bets. And trust me, you are going to need Picket to track all of your bets as the football season keeps rolling on and we've got basketball coming up. So be sure to follow us there at Posios Picks. Use our promo code when you download for a bonus. And then second, be sure to check out our merch. The link is down in the description or in the bio on any of our social accounts. We got new merch dropping for the fall. Be sure to check that out. We'd really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Good luck to everybody on your week two college football bets, and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.